This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Dine Local SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. All right. Hello. We are live on the Dine Local SD podcast number 47. We are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Today, we welcome owner of Leap Coffee, PJ Ortega. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. How, How are, are you? Good. How are you? That was good. <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Um, Leap Coffee is located in Carlsbad. Yes. Yes. Do you have another location? Not yet. Yeah, okay. All right. We'll Coming get to more soon. of that later. Yeah. Um, and it's 100% traceable coffee. Yes, yes. That's super cool. Um, I copied this thing off your... Oh, okay. I was like, did I copy the wrong thing off your website? No. It's from a different business. Uh, I thought it was for nice. a second. I'll it's, run with it. I thought it was like a Yelp review because it starts out, it's a bit of a surprise to find such a hip coffee cafe in the middle of a Carlsbad business park. We did that on purpose. Ooh. Edgy. Purposeful. Yeah. One step into Leap and you'll realize it's more than coffee. It's a sanctuary where you can fill yourself with delicious local artisan food, fresh baked pastries, sandwiches, salads, and more. And obviously coffee. 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 Tell me about your coffee. Yeah. Well, we've been in business for about two years. Okay. And well, we're coming up on our two year anniversary. (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And it's been it's been a journey. Yeah, uh, it's been fantastic. The thing about coffee is it's it's very much about the culture, and we're hitting what's called the third wave mm. of coffee. So first wave being like Folgers, okay. Ooh. Second wave being yes. Starbucks, Pete's, okay. Coffee bean, yeah, yeah. You know that they focused primarily on you know different drinks, sugar, sure, frappuccinos, uh, <laughs> frappuccinos. Everybody's <laughs> loving those. Mm. But you know they've they've paid the wave. They've they have paved the way, if is. I can speak properly. It's hard uh, for third wave coffee and to where it's now a craft, just like craft breweries. Mm-hmm. Now coffee's jumping on board, and it's been that way for a couple of years now. Yeah. That all these just incredible places that have been supportive towards one another are coming on board, and people are looking at it as the craft. Yeah. So cool. It seems, and I, I mean, I've. I've lived in other places, but I've been in San Diego nonstop for the past four years now. But it seems like just in the past four years since I've been back in San Diego, uh, coffee is a huge thing here. Yes. Like there are a ton of really good coffee roasters and craft coffee places. And I don't know. Is it like that all over the U.S. or is it like very specific to certain locations or what's your opinion on that? I mean, it's hitting definitely in big cities Mm -hmm. and there's certain ones that are in – Specific little towns that sure. there's some small roasters, you yeah. know, that are hitting the areas. But the reality is, you know, if we focus primarily on San Diego right now, there's some phenomenal roasters. Yeah. You have two different style of shops. You have the roasteries mm-hmm. and, that all also feature a cafe. And then you have the ones that are just featuring coffee. Sure. So you'll get beautiful places like, you know, James Coffee down here mm-hmm. and Lofty. Love, you know, love all of those options. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Bird Rock. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many to name, honestly, that they're doing amazing things. Yeah. And to where then you'll come up to like North County and you'll get people like Revolution Roasters, okay. Steady State. And they're also doing amazing things. Yeah. You know, and we're all within the same area. We all love coffee very much mm-hmm. to a point to where, you know, it's be- we're talking about traceability. Sure. People are going to location 
and actually looking how they can impact and contribute to the community of coffee. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty amazing. And then you'll get places that just serve different types of specialty coffee like Moniker mm-hmm. and yeah. um, where's that area? Liberty, Liberty Station. Station. Yeah. There we go. That's pretty amazing. And, yeah, I mean they're doing amazing things with just – you know, bringing coffee on board and then they switch right. out their brewed coffee oh, cool. uh, with different roasters, yeah. which is really great. So you can see there's a lot of contribution back and forth and everybody's supporting one another. And then they're That's getting into awesome. these crazy, what's called latte throwdowns. I've, I've heard of these. Yeah, they're pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, to where there's the latte throwdowns and then there's, you know, what I guess you would call a brew down. Mm. So recently I just went over to Hawthorne uh, and – Got to witness an AeroPress oh, yeah. uh, throwdown, which was pretty fun. An AeroPress throwdown? Yeah. So AeroPress is an extraction. Um, it's a method okay. uh, of extra- extracting coffee. Similar to a French press or what's the difference? Actually, you can do quite a lot with it. They designed the product that you can have. I don't know. It, the sky's the limit with it. Honestly, okay. you can get it from a clean cup of coffee to something similar to an espresso. Wow. So it's pretty. It's a pretty incredible device to where they actually have large competitions mm-hmm. for it. That There's a huge awards for AeroPress competitions. It's pretty <laughs> it's wild. wild. yeah. But yeah, that was just locally um, or, you know, local at Hawthorne mm-hmm. just this past week. And it was it was pretty fun. That sounds right. Yeah, rad. to witness. And yeah. the community of coffee people, they're very open, very welcoming. And, you know, you, you just get excited by being a part of it. Yeah. So. I'm excited hearing about it. Um, you know, when I think of coffee, okay, first, I remember my very first cup of coffee. And it was, um, I don't remember the brand, but it was from Vaughn's. And it was, and it came, it came in a white and red tin. It almost looks like a sardine can. And it was like flavored coffee, like flavored instant coffee, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, it was. It was instant. And I remember um, my high school sweetheart was in the high school band and he was away for a competition in I don't LA. Know if I've ever said high school sweetheart before. <laughs> yeah, oh, life, I say it but... all the time. And cool. he was away. <laughs> and so I was like waiting to um, get a phone call. On the house phone because we didn't have cell phones. Well, I was waiting to get a. a it's legit. That's yeah, legit. I was waiting to get a phone That's call on age. my parents' like house phone to hear that he got home okay. And I remember I like wasn't gonna fall asleep. Like I just, I mean, he was like at a fucking school. Call. Like, what do I think he's gonna like disappear? <laughs> like, I don't know. But I was like, I had to like wait up for him to right. like make sure he got home safe from this like band competition. And um, bands are dangerous. Yeah, like he played like tuba. No, he didn't play tuba. He he played the drums. But you know, it was, like, whatever. The trombone. Yeah. Um. And I remember telling my mom like. I need coffee to stay up. Like I make sure that I have coffee available for this occasion. And so she bought me this like white and red can of like instant French vanilla. And I remember I like made it in the microwave and then poured like half a thing of milk in it. So it was like just flavored milk at that point. And I remember being like, this is doing the trick. I'm super awake right now. Like tell me, tell me about the taste. Uh, it just tasted like sugar, right? Nice. Like, there you go. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I am a coffee drinker now. But it like came with this like distinguished thing. Like, I drink coffee. I'm sophisticated. But then it was like we would ditch high school. Sorry, sorry, folks. To to go to the Starbucks, um, in in the Vaughn Shopping Center. I grew up right next, really close to SDSU. My high school is really close to SDSU. So we would like leave campus, hit up the Starbucks. 
hit up the taco shop, and then hit up Cold Stone, and they were all right next to each other. It's a pretty sweet gig. The dynamic three. Yeah, yeah, really. Like, come back to school just all, like, jacked up. Yeah, like, super fat. Um, So that was my first cup of coffee. Nice. So that was my first coffee memory. Do you have a first coffee memory? Uh, My first coffee memory, when I think back to this, it has to be in Mexico. Mm. We used to go on surf trips all the time back in uh, middle school and into high school. And I remember one of my buddies... He was very much like a a punker mm-hmm. kind of guy. Uh, I was really into ska back then. When you said third wave coffee, I almost said, is that like third wave ska? But anyways, go on. Never heard of third wave ska. Really? It's like Buck 09, like my oh, okay. Boston's. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, so I guess the same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just remember going down there and I saw him drinking it and I was like, well, I guess I got to step up, you know? Right. I got to man up. Yeah. It's like a, a status thing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you start your day, have some coffee, and I, I just remembered it tasted kind of like tobacco, yeah. drinking tobacco. Yeah. And it was a little gritty, and, you know, you throw some sugar on it, uh-huh. and you get a little of the sugar taste, but it wasn't memorable. Okay. You know? It wasn't until my uh, my friend, who was the mind behind uh, Leap Coffee, mm-hmm. uh, introduced me to actual coffee. Right. <laughs> so I was in his office when he was actually building the idea behind Leap Coffee, and he was one of my clients. Okay. And I used to be in uh, – I worked for Apple for five years, and oh, then I right. helped a friend build an Apple-authorized service provider. And so JJ, he was one of my customers. Mm-hmm. And we just became friends. And he kept bugging me about coffee, and I was like, you know, I'm not really that interested in this. <laughs> it doesn't taste that great. It, it yeah. smells amazing. This smells great. Very nostalgic. Yeah, very much. You're used to it when you have your parents. You yes, know, exactly. Making it in the morning. Yep. So. I just I, I was sitting in the office or in his office, and he was like, "You know what? I'm going to make you a pour over." And I was like, "I don't even know what that means, but go ahead." Yeah. And so then he goes over into this little corner of the office, and he has all this equipment. This little equipment. He has this grinder, mm-hmm. and you know, he has a scale and everything. And he right. starts going through the motions, and he grinds. He grinds the beans. They're not pre-ground, and he's measuring. He's like weighing them out, and. Then he goes through the process of like wetting a filter and mm-hmm. getting it all set up, and he's doing this like Chemex uh, yeah. pour over. And I'm sitting there going, "What is going on with this guy? Right. Like he couldn't have just made something super simple and just you know." Yeah. But it was a process, and you can see he was super meticulous about it, mm-hmm. and you could tell that it was a craft Definitely. to him, and that he loved it. And then what he does is once it's all finished, and he has his like extraction time and all of this, and he's timing the whole thing out. He comes over and he brings this like double walled bodum glass, oh, yes. you know, a little. My aunt you know, has a yeah, two ounce like taster glass, and he's like, "Here you go." And I was like, "You are out of your mind." <laughs> You're like, just press the button, yeah, and like he, let it drip, right? Like, so he was like, "No, seriously, try this." And I took the first sip, and it kind of took me back. Yeah, I sat there and I was like, "Wait, this is coffee?" And then I, you know, took another sip, and I was like, "Wow, this is like." I could taste like floral notes mm. and berry notes, yeah. and it was like so fascinating. Line. And that's what sparked the interest, and that's what brought me here today. Cool. So it was pretty crazy. It was just you know, it's all moments in life, yes. and that was definitely one of them. And you know, my friend JJ, you know, means the world to me, and you know, he blessed me with a passion that mm-hmm. you know I love every single day because I get to be a, a part of something that's not truly a job to me that sure. i get to walk in and 
It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a I, lot of fun. I bet. Um, well, when I think of coffee, and I think you and I both kind of hit on this, is where there's, A, there's kind of like this weird status thing that people attach to coffee, especially like, oh, I drink mine black. Right. Or like, you know, uh, oh, new, yeah, coffee's the new black. Great go. shirt. Um, but also, on the same hand, it's like such a comfort, right? Like, oh, I need my coffee to get my day going. Like, right. it's like... This kind of like nostalgic, but like superpower inducing liquid gold or something. Well, usually we relate everything to an emotion mm -hmm. or to a practice. And, you know, coffee is very much one of those things to where we started in the morning and it becomes very much a comfort yes. part of our day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a ritual. So what we do is we, you know do our process of our extraction and then basically we grab the cup and there's a certain moment there that it's, it's something personal. Mm -hmm. It's for you. It's not for anybody else. And you just sit there and the warm cup, yeah. you know, you're kind of like holding it close and uh -huh. like, it's just one of those things. And it's a daily habit for people. It's a ritual and they go through the motions and it just jump starts their day and it's whatever works for you personally. Sure. Uh, I'd say go with it. And coffee is just one of those things to where it just, it hits a nerve it and does. it's a beautiful thing, especially when you have, you know, great tasting coffee to complement that whole experience. It's, uh, you know, there's nothing better. Yeah. And then you get to take that with you for your day. Definitely. So, yeah, this is really fun. I could talk about like the theory of coffee and what it means to people and cultures forever. But um, also let's talk about your business. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Leap Coffee. Yes. Opened just about two years ago. Yes. You are currently working on a second location. Yes. It is your first location is located in Carlsbad. Yeah, it's actually Where located it? off El Camino and Faraday. It's in a business area. Okay. So it's very much off the beaten path and it was by design. So we actually have a gorgeous view of these like tomato farms and oh. the hillsides in Carlsbad. Uh it's gorgeous. But yeah, it's very much I mean you wouldn't expect it. Yeah. It's not what most people would have done, sure. but there was a vision behind it. And we have about 3000 square feet. 2000 is the cafe and 1000 is our roastery. Oh, and yeah, our focus point is just bringing in the, the local businesses. Mm -hmm. And in addition to the local, you know, housing community, community. Yeah. <laughs> around there and bringing them in to experience something different. A lot yeah. of times it's, it's great to go off the beaten path and find something that, you know, feels a little bit more comforting, yeah. comforting more you know true to be and that has a great product you know sure. when we focus on everything that we do from the coffee to our food you know because we do breakfast and lunch as well and we right. have pastries you know we don't have a very complex menu we don't have you know 50 million items on it it's mm -hmm. very specific and we try to do the best that we can with the menu that we have nice uh it's just a shorter you know line of items yeah. and we just focus on you know, the quality there and the staff is what makes it work. The staff is, you know, truly who brings it alive and keeps the place going on a consistent basis. Sure. And it's amazing that we have, you know, such a great staff and such a great community that have rallied behind us and that complement us on a consistent basis that, you know, they reassure that we're doing the right thing. Right. You know, cause you always have your opinion and you have the opinions of the people that are close to you and, they let you know that you're doing things right. But at right. the same time, feedback is so important. And I believe that's where, you know, Yelp is a big. Mm -hmm. uh, what is your opinion of Yelp? Yelp? Yeah. Uh, 
I love, I mean, I think it's fantastic as long as it's done in a healthy way. Sure. Because you get a lot of people that are, will leave like a two-star Yelp review. Like I read one on this other business the other day and it was like a two-star Yelp review and everything was fantastic, but they were like, I can't find parking Ah. two stars. And I was, I just sat there. I said, this is why you give them two stars. That is like, I understand that parking's, you know, an important factor, but let's focus on the business for a second. Yeah, You know, let's focus on that. And then someone recently, one of, one of, uh, one of my friends, uh, we meet up on a weekly basis and actually do the old school kind of like think tank within a, oh, yeah. a coffee, you know, environment. And he told me about a South Park episode that had to do with Yelp. Mm, I haven't seen it. I've heard of it. And he was it. like, oh, you got to watch this. And I don't watch South Park, but I figured I'd, I'd watch it. And I watched it the other day and it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I've, it was I've pretty good how great. people get, you know, pretty hyped up about, oh, I'm a Yelper. Sure. You yeah. know, and they get pretty serious about it. I think it. that used to be a very big thing like five years ago right. when they started giving out like elite Yelper status. Yeah, I had some exactly. I had friends and that were elite were Yelpers. like, I'm a Yelper. Right. No, but it's I've, pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I will, I will do it when I feel like it's appropriate. And I, I know that a lot of people will do. Sure. Um, but it's funny because we have a gentleman that comes in, this amazing guy. His name's Michael Burke. And he's like the number one Yelper. Mm. And him and his wife are just fantastic people. And he's from Australia. So he's like this great, just energetic Aussie. Yeah. And he's such a phenomenal man. And he comes in and he just kind of chats it up. But his reviews are true. Like his reviews are, you know, authentic and they're real. And he doesn't base it completely off of emotion. Right. Because part of it's attached to emotion, of course. But he likes to jump in and get serious and, you know, actually leave something with substance. Yeah. And I think that's. You know, one of the most important things is, you know, when people actually leave substance, even if it's, you know, indifferent. Sure. You know, to the business. Um, I reply back to every single Yelp review nice. that we get just because I think it's important. Again, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, it's yeah. they took the time to leave a review. I'm going to reply back nice. because I think that's important. Yeah. They took the time. I should do the same. So, and, I don't know. I love it. Again, like yeah. when we get when we get negative feedback, it's an opportunity. It's exactly. not negative. It's an opportunity for you know myself and for the staff to you know step up their game another yeah. you know another level. And right. that's the thing is, it's always about stepping up your game. Yes, of course. So, yeah, especially in a competitive market. Yeah, very much. I uh, I used to work for the Cone Restaurant Group, and um, we also as a company would respond to every Yelp review. Yeah, and if it was a Negative Yelp review. Uh, you yell at the, him? the chef, no, the sh- like the <laughs> chef or the GM was in charge of responding and like addressing it. You know, like whatever that meant, whether it meant like we screwed up your meal and we'd like to invite you back, or you know, whatever. However, we felt necessary, we had the authority to respond. Right. And um, it became one of my like undiscovered superpowers, where like I was really good at responding to the people that were really pissed off. They're like, what are you a professional at? Responding to Yelp Yeah, it was. And it'd be like, oh, Kat, we got one for you. It was like other restaurants were like calling me up like, hey, I heard you're really good at responding to – like, what do you do? That's your profession. I'll I'll send you my template. You know, it was like (laughs) I like created this like system of like apologize profusely, admit all fault, act really embarrassed. I mean really some of it – some of it was really embarrassing. You know, like I can't believe we sent out a raw chicken or that never happened. But, you know, something that you're just like, oh, damn. I think the question is, was it – like a grass-fed chicken, 
Was of it course. free range? It was free range and um, was it from Portland? It was from Portland and I think that's the question. If you're gonna send one out, you gotta make sure it's and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it had a name. Yeah. Bill. But so as far as being so okay, I'm trying to think of the question that I'm actually trying to ask you. There's so much coffee and right. so much amazing craft coffee right now in San Diego, in North County. And you said that it's a really supportive community and very welcoming. Right. What uh, I don't know enough about coffee to ask the question I want to ask. Like, what sets each place apart? And, you know, like, specifically what sets sleep apart? Um, or how do you serve your community? Or or if there's a lot of options, like I'm thinking about here in Little Italy, just because I live close by. Right. Like, on any given day, I can go to Lofty, Bird Rock, James, um, or I can just go quick hop down to Cafe Virtuoso. Like, right. so for you, what do you think about from your business standpoint, like, that sets you apart or brings people into you? I think environment is definitely everything. Uh, your staff, of course, and then the product. Mm-hmm. I think the product becomes, you know, I hate to say this, but secondary a lot of times when people find out that they feel welcome. Yes. That totally. they feel comfortable. And I believe a lot of the places, depending on where you're at, it's going to vibe with you differently. Yes. So I think you just need to find, and that's what's beautiful about all the different places. If you go into a place like, you know, James Coffee, mm-hmm. I mean, David is a phenomenal guy yeah. and he's created just this beautiful business that has an identity behind it. Yes. You know, he's this, you know, retired rock star guy. Mm-hmm. And, but it very much fits the mold of who James Coffee is. You got the owl. It's very rugged. It's right. all the motorcycles. Yeah, exactly. That are like around. it's very much you know a part of it. And you know they just opened up another location right next to San Diego Customs. Yeah. You know it fits the mold. It fits you know the whole thing. So what's you know it's really cool. Whereas you go into a place like Bird Rock, mm-hmm. and you're going to experience more of the specifics. And coffee and sure. culture and going back to the source. And you can talk to the the baristas about, you know, some of that traceability and, yeah. you know, some – a deeper understanding of, you know, your espresso shot. And they're going right. to kind of nerd out with you. Yeah. Uh, it's not to say that James, you know, coffee doesn't do that. It's just that you're going to get that vibe more from Bird Rock than yeah. you do James. James, Definitely. you hang out. It's kind of like – It's a It's scene. a good spot. Exactly. Like I would never show up to James Coffee like after a workout. Right, exactly. You know, like, but I would like go on a you'd date throw your, there. You throw your black clothes on, right? Yeah, yeah, my boots. Yeah, exactly. But like, you'd I would pop into Bird Rock with like my laptop and my glasses. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it depends on where you're at, and I think you go, you hop around to mm-hmm. different places. Yeah. Based upon how you're feeling I or do, what's sure. going on for that day. Yeah. And so that's what's really nice about it. Um, you know, and for us in our current space. I think we bring a lot to the table in a sense to where it's just comfortable for everybody. Cool. Yeah, you that know? Was my and next it's very much a clean environment. I'm a little OCD, and so is uh, Brandy, the other owner, and we like a clean environment. Mm-hmm. And the staff very much knows that. Yeah. And so, you know, you come into the space, there's a lot of wood. It's really natural. It's, yeah. you know, you got the concrete floors and, you know, the metal around it and we have these beautiful machines and then you walk to the back and there's glass and yeah. you can see inside the roastery. It's just extremely clean, transparent. That's how we want it. Very cool. But the thing is it needs to be inviting. Yes. And we have basically like five different s- sitting areas 
our seating areas uh, in, within our space and you got the outside. You got the first part of it, which is like a cafe okay. style with the seating and a couch. And then we have a community table, which is, of course, you know, a popular thing and yeah. people love to be a part of. And then there is a back section that's just basically like, you know, a countertop on a wall mm-hmm. that people can kind of hang out. And then we have this nook. Oh, so in the nook, nook. people can reserve and, you know, they can kind of hang out there and have little business meetings because we are within a business park. Sure. So a lot of the businesses come back and they reserve that table. And so, you know, it fits kind of everybody, which is actually a huge blessing Mm -hmm. that we are able to have that space and to gift that to people. So, yeah, we're looking at your Instagram right now Um, for those of you watching Facebook live. The Leap Coffee Instagram. Oh, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. The photography is great. Everything's really clean and crisp and inviting, like you said. Yeah. One of the, so it's kind of funny because uh, we get, you know, comments on the Instagram. All the images are actually taken with an actual camera, not a iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nothing to say anything against people that take stuff with their iPhones. It's just that you get a different level of imagery. Sure. And purpose behind actually photographed yeah um images <laughs> so no we love it very much and we love to showcase you know the product and our logo and the people and culture behind what we do mm-hmm. and you can very see that cool. beautiful dietrich roaster and you have the signature on the handle there which is jj's signature oh, nice. so unfortunately he passed away last year oh. and you know we've trucked through that unfortunate experience and we've just kind of you know built the business around his original vision Mm -hmm. and kept it going in honor of him which has just been you know we take something that you know we think as a you know huge loss which it is but we try to spin it into an extremely positive thing because he was very uh he loved to celebrate and so we're just trying to celebrate the business in his honor and move it forward again i mean he gifted me with something that i never knew that was there and it's a passion that i love and it's it's so fun. So you can cool. see there's a there's an actual that was for a Friday the thirteenth. Oh yeah. Very scary image. Um there's one back that was actually a shot next to, you know, James Coffee with the plane. Oh nice. <laughs> so I know that they've had uh you know, shots with the plane outside. Yeah. But you know, I kinda of poke around and Yeah. I go to different areas and you'll see some Disneyland in there. I saw that. That's kinda of fun and you know Very cool. Awesome. It's great. And you can see, you know, we have some of our images. We have the last time we were on the podcast oh, with yeah. the Diva Lounge, the of course, yeah. which was a lot of fun. So, They're you know, we like to very much be a business that's a part of the community instead of just a business that's within it. Yep. And so, you know, Fantastic. everything to us is, you know, about the community. We love the people. And that's the thing is coffee is very much about the people. Mm-hmm. And it not only brings people together – but I believe it's kind of like a love language yeah. uh, in a sense. Um, I it's totally a physical agree. love language that you pull people together and you actually have, you know, a substance that we can sit and chat about. We can sit and – I mean, it's so funny. Like you then spin it off to the dating world. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, let's grab a cup of coffee because they don't want to commit to food. Right. Right? Food's a big it's deal. very true. I learned it's, this. Uh, <laughs> I, this is a thing. It's an actual thing. Yeah, it's it's real. And, you know, because they figure if they get a coffee and they get it in a to-go cup, they can just run out. Right. So. Yeah. But it's very comforting right. to know that, you know, it, it could be a coffee. quick conversation. It's not like an alcoholic drink. Right. Now you're exactly. like, Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's where Coffee's they start to look bet. better if you keep <laughs> having drinks. Yeah, yeah, for or sure. Or worse. You never yeah. know. <laughs> um, okay, I have one really important final question. Okay. 
It's totally self-serving. It's good. All right. I really love a delicious latte and I'm lactose intolerant. So I use almond milk and most places really screw it up. And I think it's because to me, it tastes like they burn the almond milk. Right. Um, how would you recommend to anyone watching, anyone <laughs> listening, and so that I can order myself a damn good almond milk latte? How, well, how, what should I do? How should they do it? Well, I think within the specialty coffee industry, there's all kinds of alternative milks mm-hmm. uh, that you can get. The thing is with almond milk, you know, it's specific to what brand you're actually purchasing or yeah. what you're actually making in-house. Mm-hmm. And it's important for the trainers or the owners of the business to train or to have people put in place to train on, you know, steaming properly because yeah, yeah you can over steam it and it becomes bitter. Like 80% of the time, if, I mean, unless we're talking, we're talking about the places that we've mentioned in right. this podcast, yeah. they usually get it right. But sure. anywhere else in the world. It's whether they care or not. I mean, that's yeah. a big part of it is, is it just a job to them that they're going through sure. the motions or right. is it, you know, something that is a craft to them that they yeah. actually care. Work ethic is everything. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's also something that's jumped on the market, which is Oat Oatly. Milk? Yes, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Oatly. So Oatly's done a fantastic job. And hopefully, you know, they kind of hear this because we're going to yeah. give them a big shout out. Because nice. they've been fantastic with the whole specialty coffee community. Uh, they've blown up like crazy. And yeah. it's it's actually a beautiful product. And it's very tasty. They, they're oh, killing it. Nice they definitely are killing it. They're doing some amazing things. And the product is all natural. So when you get the barista edition, all the sugars are, you know, just orange mango. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, all the uh, ingredients are just natural, yeah. So, which is fantastic. And people rally behind that kind of stuff, especially, in, sure. you know, in this day and age. So when you have, like, we take, we make a sweet cinnamon yeah. in-house syrup and we take the oatly mm-hmm. uh, with an espresso shot it's kind of like having cinnamon toast crunch yes you know please. with some caffeine yeah so it's a beautiful experience cool. but again i mean it's it's all how you steam that as well and you have to yeah kind of go through the motions of every new alternative you know mm-hmm. milk that you bring on board you have to make sure that you're serving it justice because right. the reality is at the end of the day people like oatly you know they might make a beautiful product and you might you know, totally screw it up. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, oh, Oatly's no good. Well, the right. reality is, is it Oatly? Right. Probably not. Yeah. Um, you want to make sure that you're doing it justice. So, cool. you know, we go through and we try different things, but alternative milks are, yeah. it's not just a hip thing, but I think the reality is people are looking for an option outside of dairy. But the thing is when we, you know, are focused primarily on dairy, the reality is there's great companies out there that are doing amazing things in dairy. And we use a company called Clover. That oh, we yeah. get from we this, use... you know, crazy place called Specialty Produce, if you've ever heard of it. But, you know, <laughs> we order from them and uh, Clover's out of Sonoma and they make a phenomenal product. You know, they really care about what they're doing. Yeah. So it's great. Cool. Um, thank you, Daniel. I love the secret messages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Clover's great. I, I've gotten in the habit of asking people when I order my almond milk latte to... Um, have it be cooler than cooler temp than usual. Right, that Which usually help. helps. Mm-hmm. But all right, just well, curious. it depends on the it. You know, again, it depends on their brand because you know if they're using like Silk Brand or mm. you know like Califia. Califia. Yeah, I mean, most people like Califia. Califia. They yeah. do a really great job. Or if they're making it in a house, 
You know, yeah. like places like Lofty, they're making right. their almond milks in-house mm-hmm. and they know how to, you know, steam their milk. Totally. They're very much into their craft and they focus on, you know, training properly. Yeah. Um, a person who I actually just met recently, this girl, Siri. Um, Siri? Yeah. Her That's name's Siri. Funny. That's uh, an unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So, and she'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but she's just an amazing person and character and she's one of Lofty's uh, trainers. Oh, and, awesome. you know, it's just people like her that helps set the bar to a standard, you know, like places like Lofty that, sure. you know, they're blessed enough to have somebody like her yeah. that can sit there and be like, okay, well, with these alternative milks, this yeah. is how you're going to go through the motions. Um, I mean, that's everything. To have uh, yeah, people totally. on board that, you know, kind of set your business up for success is everything. Yeah. So, um, awesome. yeah, Siri. Siri. Shouting you out. Yeah, cool. Hey, PJ, thanks so much for joining us today. That was super fun. Uh, If you guys want to learn more about PJ and Leap Coffee, you should check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash leapcoffee.roastery. On Instagram, just Leap Coffee. And the website is www.leap.coffee. No dot com. Just yeah, just dot coffee. Dot coffee. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and then to explore the San Diego food scene, head on over to dinelocalsd.com where we highlight restaurant menus and ongoing specials. And remember to stay connected with us on Instagram and Facebook at DineLocalSD for upcoming podcast guests and awesome giveaways. Cool, man. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. I let's appreciate talk, your time. Let's talk coffee again sometime. Sounds good. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.